Hello, this is not Christopher Walken, and you're listening to The Sassors with Pete and Jamie, two guys that put cow in cowbell, and oh, got a special guest today, I'm all a quiver! So sit back, relax, pour yourself a glass of champagne, and enjoy the show! Welcome to Sassholes, a show dedicated to issues within the software as a service industry. We have Jamie Carney, Jason Ferrara, who's not here, he's at the Roto-Rooter, and Pete Janssen's. They have a combined 100 years of making mistakes and are more than happy to share them with you. Please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and smash that like button on Facebook, Instagram, and follow us on Twitter. Today we are joined with very special guest, honorary sasshole Richard Castellini. But before we get to Mr. Castellini, this episode is brought to you by NeuroNoodle. Get a doodle of your noodle, brain map, and find out why you have the panic attacks you do. Visit NeuroNoodle.com. Arnie. Highly recommend NeuroNoodle. Two of my kids, you just saw one of them, did it? Yes. Well, sometimes it works. Carney. Yeah, what's up? Time for the joke of the day. You ready? I know. I can't wait. It's the worst thing of the day. I mean, the Arnie. joke of the day. Yeah. Carney. Yeah. What do you What do you call a fake noodle? Uh, I don't know, Pete. An impasta. Oh, God. Leave, leave us some comments on our blog at sassholes.net. Time for shout outs, Carney. You got anybody to shout out there? Mickey Mouse, um, Minnie Mouse? Uh, yeah, so I am currently at the beach in Destin. I'm going to give a shout out to the Island Hotel, our Island by RL in Destin, Florida. Great white beaches. I'm going to give them a shout out. All of them, all the crew here. They're very nice and accommodating to my crazy family. I got a shout out to Mike Shatko. May, uh, I might have to check on that last name. Major at TransUnion. Why are we giving them a shout out? You may ask because he asked us to. Did he really? Pat- oh, yeah, he asked. Hey, that's all it takes. Yeah. How about Patrick Kent, new gig, director of national accounts at Phenom People? Holy crap. I said, how the hell did you get that? He says, I was 140% at quota at, at CB. I'm like, dang. So I think we're going to bring him on next week, uh, Karnak. I mean, you, you crush it, you, you get on. He's a funny guy. He's a funny I'm going to give a shout out to Brie Collins. So Brie used to work for me. She's over at uh, Amazon right now. And she's been there for, I think, three years. So she's a great person to get to know. Very smart. Very intelligent. Want to give her a shout out. I haven't talked to her in a while. So there's a shout out to you, Brie. Well, I've heard about Brie and she's a little cheesy. We have Maria Muting, Senior Customer Service Manager at uh, Showpad. She she got a little uh, senior to her title there, so congrats. She came on off the street. We got some news. How about Tom Brady? Holy crap! Which which part of that? it? Well, well, they said the two best quarterbacks of all time is Tom Brady in his first decade and Tom Brady in the second de- decade, and they're tied. In fact, I think by him winning um, the second decade, Tom Brady takes number one. And then uh, Tom Brady again. 
you guys saw, saw him walking around with the peace sign. Anybody? Anybody? He can do whatever he wants. But somebody yeah. want to comment on that? Which, which part? Stumbling, part rumbling, we... bumbling. Did you see his tweet? You know what he looked like? He looked like he was on some type of uh, wards trip. He said it was uh, tequila. He said it was tequila. tequila on his tweet. Oh, he, 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 embraced, he embraced the drunkenness on his tweet. And I think that's the way to go. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't watch the whole thing. Because, I mean, you know, when you're great, you know, let the guy be whatever. He's chilling. He's got his family around. I just saw the peace sign. Did he do anything else that I, I want to know about? Did you see uh, him throw the uh, Lombardi trophy across the Tampa Bay? The literally the in the water. No, I he did threw not. It from oh, one boat to another boat. Oh, that's yeah. awesome! Did Gronk drop it? <laughs> <laughs> and then you know we have the commercials. That's kind of what we have Castellini on here. Before we get to the commercials, uh, R- Richard Castellini, we've gone through a lot of wars together over the decades. You want to introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit uh, about you, the Sassholes, being an honorary Sasshole today. You know, uh, a bunch of very different roles, you know, did started out a career builder doing business development. Um, this was when we were trying to figure out what business development slash marketing um, was, then understood that, you know, as we went digitally, um, that the digital marketing stuff was going to become a, a bigger piece of the pie and ended up taking on a role of consumer marketing and eventually the CMO role where Luckily, luckily enough to be a part of uh, the Super Bowl experience in the big national ad campaigns at Career Builder, did that for probably ten years. Eventually, um, went in and did corporate development for Career Builder. Went and uh, went over to Australia and ran um, a software division or a SaaS division of theirs in Asia Pacific for Broadbean Technology. Then subsequently. Uh, ran a smaller online recruitment site for Startwire for a few years and now um, doing some consulting work uh, still in the space. Hey, let's be specific here. You ran the Super Bowl ads, but the most memorable ones were under your, uh, the monkey commercials from Career Builder, which were, are still uh, heralded today. So we've done a bunch of ads, but those are the ones. Yeah, it's it's a source of pride where, you know, what, 10, 15 years later, you, you turn on CBS and they always run a program, most memorable Super Bowl ads of all times. And luckily enough, Career Builders uh, monkey commercials are still combined. It's still uh, mentioned as some of the most memorable of all time. So it is pretty yeah. well, rewarding. We, well, we can't talk about that yet. We're going to tease everybody to make them listen more to the show. They're not going to fast forward. Kathleen, you're a Cincinnati guy, right? I am a Cincinnati guy. You're like one of what, 18 kids? Grew up the youngest of eight. One of these big baby boom, be fruitful and multiply crews. <laughs> you didn't have any Wonder Bread on the table, did you? <laughs> <laughs> like seven days a week. <laughs> now, little known fact, maybe Carney doesn't even know this. You, you got an uncle we should know about? My dad's cousin. As a matter of dad's fact, dad's cousin. We, okay, he's not dad's an uncle. cousin. Okay, he's not an uncle, but okay. uh, we refer to him as uncle. As my uh, Bob Castellini is the um, owner of the Cincinnati Reds. Great guy, wonderful guy. Uh, 
So yeah, that is a little known fact. Yeah, I so know I, that. We're, we're going to go see some Reds games. Is that what we're going to do? Have you even seen a Red Reds game, Castellani? Do you go there with a Five, jersey on that says Castellani on the back? Uh, no, I you know I re, I have not. I don't. I'm not calling up on, on my very nice and gracious Uncle Bob for tickets. I don't you know. I'm a big Reds fan, but uh, I okay. uh, when I do go, I pay my own way. How did he get into the Reds? He's in the finance side and he got an opportunity. No. Just curious. So, yeah, I can go. Um, so Bob Castellini um, got his start in the produce business. The Castellini Company is one of the largest Midwest distributors of produce. And he actually, I, had, I guess, had a passion for baseball. Owned at one point a part of the Baltimore Orioles with Peter Angelos. Owned a part of the Texas Rangers with George W. Bush. Okay. Um, owned a part the the Dewitt family is another Cincinnati family actually that owns the St. Louis Cardinals. And then just you know uh, when the Reds, Carl Lindner, longtime Cincinnati, kind of one of the I guess patriarchs of Cincinnati, passed away. Or I don't know if he was had ended his or wanted to get out of the Reds, Bob bought the Reds probably 15 years ago, maybe 20 years ago. I'm not sure. Very, very cool. Go. Next thing we want to know about, Australia. Yes, sir. Why is there a picture of you and your family wearing, like, Speedos and your behinds? Yeah, the, 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 the bungee smugglers, as they like what to is, refer okay, to Okay, what is that? <laughs> what, so what that is, is... What is a bungee smuggler? <laughs> I, I almost want to say the name speaks for itself. You know, yeah, I think I don't think we need descriptions. Yes. Uh, do, you, do you need a mustache to wear a bungee smuggler? <laughs> you certainly could if you're playing uh, Pete Jansen's 70s-style Dirk Diggler. Yeah. Um, I, I will tell you that in that picture that I had, like there are parts of me that hadn't seen sunlight for 40 some odd years it saw sunlight for about 75 seconds that thing it actually cut off my circulation um so is it, is it close to the borat uh, swimsuit that that would be it no not the mankini that, not you're the referring mankini. to a man yes the one that goes up over the shoulders I yes the super bowl streaker guy yeah. yes yeah that is a mankini okay so, so Australia. Besides the uh, what do you call it? The smug man, a smuggler? bungee smuggler, a bungee smuggler, bungee smuggler. Okay, you go to Australia. Like mm-hmm. you, you drag the whole family out there. How? What was the first thing that you noticed? Just, just curious, because you spent how many years there? Four years in Australia. Wait, okay. Um, so, so besides you the time difference. So every you asked me that in the second week in February every year. You know, uh, you're going to know my answer. You living in Chicago where, you know, we've just dug out of what, 18 inches of snow in the past two weeks. Mm. I was in Sydney um, in a cold winter day, which is July and say Sydney is 50 degrees and raining. That's as bad as it gets. The houses don't have heat and they don't have air conditioning. That just tells you what, how temperate it, it can be. Oh, I thought it got really hot. No, not not if you live close to the ocean. 
Um, and we were lucky enough to live close to Bondi Beach, which is kind of the famous beach um, just right out of, right outside of Sydney. Do you recommend so, Australia? I recommend Australia and New Zealand to everyone, and I but I recommend they give it time. You really need to 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 probably spend at least two weeks at in, in either place. Both of them are fantastic. You know, for those who aren't accustomed to it, it is a heck of a jet lag because you're talking to you know really. Uh, it's at least 24 hours of straight travel if you're leaving O'Hare and connecting through Dallas or LA, then going on, you know. But it, it is God's country. It is gorgeous beaches, incredible um, topo- topography in many places. New Zealand is unbelievable. Australia, the, you know, there's so many areas. If you get a chance, put it on your list. See if I can get the RV out there. Super Bowl. Why yeah. do the Super Bowl? I think we need to ask why. Why, you know, Richard, you were involved in this decision making. Mm-hmm. When should a company do the Super Bowl and, and what are they trying to get out of it? You look at, hey, lots of companies have different reasons. Hey, let's let's look at why Budweiser. Budweiser has been that iconic kind of place in the Super Bowl. Um, and it almost be at the point like if they weren't there, it would be a statement of something has gone wrong just because yep. we're so used to the Clydesdales or now this year mm-hmm. they went retro with all of like the cast of characters from all their uh, many great commercials. My buddy was involved um, in that one. That's awesome. You know, that was, a that, you know, one of the one of the themes that you'll see in that one as a part of it is you hit nostalgia. And that mm-hmm. one is like if only Bud can have nostalgia for their own ad campaigns that they feature in a Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, um, but you, you ask broadly, you know, somebody like uh, a career builder, um, why they did it. And, you know, you can look at some maybe some first time advertisers uh, this year. Say, so take Reddit, for instance. Reddit was on for. I don't know, five seconds of an ad. And a lot of what you want to do is, for lack of a better term, it can be your coming out party. You know, it can Mm -hmm. be your kind of announcement, really, that you're in the game, literally. If you're in the game, you mean something. Somebody like Career Builder had an interesting, you know, uh, know, marketing at Career Builder was fairly unique when you did large um, national ad campaigns because, you know, we always had a dual audience in the sense that, needless to say, we were targeting job seekers, and the and the objective was to get them to come to our site to look at jobs, while simultaneously targeting buyers or corporations, small business, small to medium uh, uh, enterprises, staffing firms, to know that we were at the time when we were doing it as large and prominent as someone like Monster and Hot Jobs, who had already been in there. Our approach was really to announce what we had already done was become kind of like the largest job board in the United States. We'd become that, oh, a year or two before we did the Super Bowl ads, but we weren't getting recognized in the marketplace for that because you had this legacy effect of what Monster's position in the job board space at the time was. You're either going to do it to come out or do it because you've been doing it and you know you, you sort of need to do it. 
Uh, otherwise, yeah. they're going to think something's wrong. Those are probably, I, I think I agree with you. I think those are the- like Monster, right? 99 was it 99 monster came out with uh one of work my way uh, when name? i grow when i grow up when i grow up that was yeah. their big ad yeah jeff taylor right i remember seeing him he autographed a book saying we're gonna kick your butt curbled when he came and spoke he was a good sport but like indeed like indeed stay in the job they, they came out with an ad for it was like a full minute ad right uh it was a long yeah. ad I thought it was okay. I mean, I didn't think it was funny or any, but what, what do you think they're doing it for? I mean, I feel like they're doing it to sort of stay relevant, right? Yeah. I mean, then, well, I mean, that we went through hit two of the highlights, you know, you, you have, yeah, I guess you got to go through your brand story as to why, you know, different people approach it. You know, is somebody like an indeed who obviously has now become, you know, effectively along with LinkedIn, the two largest kind of job resources mm-hmm. uh, out on the internet. You know, I, I think, and you, you saw a tone on this. I, I think 2021 was less risky, less funny, less intri- compelling as the whole kind of all of the commercials in general. And I think it and indeed kind of went down this road as everybody because 2020 stunk so badly because COVID's mm-hmm. been such a whatever. I think that they wanted to do is to, to, to approach it as, hey, let me tell you again, we are the brand leader, but I'm going to reassure you. I'm going to reassure that, that we're always going to be fighting for you and helping you being with you while you're looking through a job in this incredibly oh. difficult time. You know, I, I would imagine that that was probably some of the t- key touch points that the marketing agency or the CMO at Indeed was making when they were pitching it to their board of directors or their CEO. So ma- making a commercial, Castellini, that's uh, <laughs> quite the production. I mean, I had the pleasure of seeing it once. Uh, you made a lot of friends with some monkeys there, didn't you? We did. We did. At, at certain times, we made friends. At certain times... Uh, you know, it was interesting to say the least. We had a, a we had the, what I can tell you is working with chimpanzees. You know, they like elephants say have long memories. We had an incident with our kind of lead actor uh, one time where the lead actor say on the first day of a shoot took something from one of the monkeys or the chimpanzees before he was supposed to have taken it. He was supposed to have it given to him. That chimpanzee didn't like the fact that, you know, he was taking something from him and wanted to assert his dominance. So like a day later, when that chimpanzee had a chance to, he jumped up and tried to jump after the, uh, the, the lead actor and scared the bejesus out of him. I ended up costing us probably an hour and a half, two hours of shoot time because the guy was so freaked out. He was calling his agent, trying to figure out how to get hazard pay. Um, <laughs> you know, but in reality, you know, those career builder ads were probably the most successful or the only successful thing he's probably really only done in his career. I mean, yeah, has he done nice anything guy. since then? I, uh, I don't know. I don't you know let's, let's find him, uh, Carney. Yeah, I got, I, I don't remember. I remember what he looks like. I don't remember seeing him anywhere else. Besides those, I'm gonna, put a, I'm gonna put a monkey mask on. But you know what? I mean, I know that space. He probably made because I have buddies in the commercial business. I have writers and friends that do commercials, yeah. and 
he probably made off that ad. He probably made half a million dollars with how, how each each time we did um, we did another group of them. You know what I mean? So he I made a decent amount of money. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, uh, I don't know if most people know this, but take somebody iconic that we all know, somebody like Flo. Um, oh yeah, from from the Geico commercials. Mm-hmm. You know, Flo, you, the talent in commercials gets paid not not that much when the actual commercials are shot, but they get a residual say for instance, 13 weeks is how often and how large of an audience it's run at uh-huh. so if you run at a super bowl which is obviously the largest audience versus running a small ad in say peoria illinois there's a difference in yeah. running there but you know when you run super bowl ads those talents you know it, it very well could make a half a million dollars in that 13 week run of what yeah flow probably makes you know multi-million a year yeah flow just the... imagine that that's crazy oh man oh, we're all gonna right, get so... there carney we're gonna yeah. get there do we want to talk about the commercials so richard you went through the commercials what do you think i mean when you're after being involved in that game for a few uh few runs super bowl commercials come along do you tend to really focus in on the commercials more than the game or because no, you, were, I'm, you were involved in it? I'm still more of a football fan if it's a good game. Gotcha. Um, uh, but but I guess like inside baseball type of deal is sometimes I'll watch to see how many locations they did, like how expensive it was to create that ad, you know, versus sometimes uh, just watching the ad, like, you know, if you take, for instance, that um, GM ad with Will um, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm going to get you Norway, the EV ad. Uh, you know, I'm going through it in my head. It's like, oh, my gosh, this many locations, three big time, you know, yeah. A scale actors, just how much money they must have spent on that got me to the point of like, I didn't even really watch the ad had to go back and rewatch it to see if I liked it just because my head was going through what would have, what would it have cost or what type of budget, but it's GM. So it's a different type of category of budget that they must've had to be able to run something or put something together as awesome as that. Uh, did I like that ad? Yeah. Yeah. It was good. I mean, it, you know, it, it's changed. So when we were doing now, you, you see this, this probably started to happen later is like, you know, it used to be now these just 30 second ads, right? Yeah. But right. But now we are getting into these minute, minute and a half ads, like the entire ad breaks. You know, you know, if you saw, think about this year, you know, the Jeep ad with Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. That's kind of a reboot of the Paul Harvey Chevrolet ad from about being a farmer from 15 years ago when Chevy was the first one to do that. And it was in a minute ad and Paul and they had a Paul Harvey thing talking about that. So it's kind of funny. It's like how some of, some of these things are still kind of happening, but it's, you also see these ads are no longer just the 30 seconds that companies are now willing to pay what 10, 12 10 million, million dollars yeah, 10, 12 for, million. 
Yeah, for 90-second or a 60-second ad. I thought that Norway ad was awesome in the fact that I th- I, I just love Will Ferrell, and I, I love yeah. the fact that he said at the end, I'm in Norway. No, you're in Sweden. And him just shows the lack of geography and knowledge of Americans. The only problem I have with the ad is I didn't even know what it was for. Like, and I've seen it since. I still, you just said GM, uh, GM. And I was like, oh, it's GM. I knew it was for electric motors. I knew it was for a car. I, I really, until you said that right now, I had no idea who it was for. And I wrote it down. And I was like, I don't even know who that's for. <laughs> You know, if you, if you look at this year, and you guys um, you guys will uh, be interested to see which ones you liked or didn't like, but you kind of saw this year the ones that were on the tops of most people's rankings were star-dominated. Yeah. Why I say that is, like, you look at the, the Rocket ads with um, Tracy Morgan. You look at... I thought those um, were the best. I, I thought those were the best done ads because it got a point across a value as well as the name rocket mortgage and it was funny and it had a ton of stars in it so and i like tracy morgan yeah but you go but tracy morgan was super funny but just i'll go quickly through this it's like you look at the rocket mortgage the alexa ones with michael b jordan Mm -hmm. you look at the david levine or levy ad you look at um who, who's the mean mina kunis the, uh, with doritos with yeah uh, cheetos and, yeah. Yeah, yeah the cheetos the state farm with drake the flat matthew mcconaughey it, it just seemed as the though, m&ms yeah yeah m&ms it's like all right you know what what's the formula this year's this year was it was definitely i needed an a-lister from hollywood which was interesting well, do you think it was also because all those A-listers from Hollywood are available because they're not making many movies right now. Everything's sort of shut down. I wonder yeah. if that contributed to it, right? Because when you're doing a commercial, you need to also have them available. A lot of times, the John Travolta's, the Drake's, they might be locked down doing something else. Well, not Drake. He's not filming uh, movies. No, I thought, it, I mean, great point. It's like, this is, you know, it's, it's just all together, this is a weird year. So what were your favorite ads? Hold on, hold on. Cancellini, when you do a, a Super Bowl ad, what what do you get with that? It's not just you're buying the ad, right? What else do you get? What are some of the perks there that you can share with us? Uh, one of the things that you get to do is you get to go to the Super Bowl on the network as like an all-expense-paid trip from the network. And, you know, I we, we were lucky enough to go to like a CBS hosted one. CBS at that time uh, had the Who as their opening band for the CIS, you know, uh, and LL Cool J was in one of their television shows. So they brought in both the Who and LL Cool J for private concerts to their audiences. So as corporate boondoggles go, going to the Super Bowls kind of, it, it, it was every bit of the the um, kind of awards trips plus. So like the, the parties, like give me the come on, give it, give it to us, give it to you. So uh, yeah, you have all these, you know, you know, velvet roped um, parties where you know they're taking you out on yachts or they're taking you out on whatever. Um, 
you know, I remember going to one of the first ones that we went to, we were in um, Jacksonville. And do you guys remember 98 Degrees, Nick Lachey? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my wife happened to go to high school with him. Um, she she went grew up in Cincinnati as well, went to creative and performing arts high school. And there was like this velvet rope area where all the celebrities were kind of talking to be talking. So she went up and started talking to him. And like his thugs or his goons kind of approached me and they're like, dude, what the hell is this chick trying to talk to Nick Lachey? Well, lo and behold, Nick knows her. These guys are like pushing me away. And he's like bringing my wife to come talk to her to talk about high school days of some sort. Um, so I had to spend the next 20 minutes with Nick Lachey's goons. Like now, yeah. uh, instead of pushing me away, I'm their buddy. Guess what? They don't have anything to talk about. Pizza was like, Kathleen, you got nothing to say. I might not have anything interesting to say, but Nick Lachey's goons certainly did not. <laughs> I don't think he has any goons anymore, right? I don't know. Is he now a B-lister? I don't know. He uh, is. is he even a B-lister? I don't know. I got to look him up. You don't know who Nick All Lachey right. is? You know, he's Are you surprised? Kind of- he was on like um he was hosting he some was, shows too there for a while. He was hosting the shows. He did yeah. an MTV show with Jessica yeah. Simpson, who he was married to. He's married to somebody else now. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard famous. from him forever. So the is is the money worth it? That's all I want to know. If you do it, is the money well, worth it? Wait, I, is the money worth it? It depends on how how well you execute on it. I think, you know, initially we were pretty darn successful because Well, wait, I can tell you this. I remember going into Pete Jansen's office two weeks after it, and Pete said, we've got to keep doing this because my guys have opened the door and had more conversations, you know, been able to break ice with more different opportunities than they'd ever had um, because of the successfulness of the creative. So, I mean, it's always a complicated question. It's like, you know, we were pretty good on activating it. You know, the sales teams that we had really got behind it and did it. It's it's risky, but the execution that we had uh, resonated with people, made a difference. The executions that we had of all of the other stuff. So we had, you know, uh, one of the great, you know, early viral var- marketing campaigns with this monkey mail thing that we did, you know, after the second or third year, we had great sales leaderships who got behind it and, and essentially you know, rallied the troops and they went after it. So if you're going to go and do these things, if you're if you're a brand like Career Builder versus a consumer brand like this. Does it affect Doritos sales or Cheetos sales? No. Those guys are yeah. looking at different metrics. But mm-hmm. like, if you're a SaaS company of any sort, it's like, uh, I'll ask you guys, did you guys notice any SaaS advertisers in the Super Bowl this year? You know, I was thinking the exact same thing. And I don't, I don't, I was not, going not through the in my head. 48 minutes that I saw. Yeah. I don't I, remember I thought- any. Do you? I'm looking dash, at my dash I, I, there no there's there's one Uber. There, which one I, I didn't salesforce have an ad get out 
As, wait, I think they did, I, but I don't really wait, remember. I, I, they they had one at halftime, so that's okay. quote unquote technically not that would be considered like for the awards of best Super Bowl ad. Okay. But but what I mean that that's a big prominent space for Salesforce to do that, and you can see for why software as a service companies don't necessarily do that because. By and large, software service companies are selling to corporates and, you know, not like a career builder. They don't need the consumer aspect of it. So you don't see that many of them doing, you know, large marketing like that. Would you rather spend the five million dollars on the ad plus whatever the residuals that you're going to have to pay the actors plus the time it takes to create it and all that stuff? All in, maybe it's ten million dollars. Would you rather go spend that on more targeted marketing, in theory, trade shows now or cons- events, um, Google ads, thought leaderships, Google ads, all of those things that are more targeted? That's maybe potentially why you don't see the SaaS category in advertising in a menu like that. Yeah. So, what were your favorite ads, guys? This I, year. Eight, I put on the YouTube 48 minutes and I went through them and I guess the Tracy Morgan was pretty funny. You know, you know, I'm going through them and it's just, I, I was thinking of Elon Musk laughing at general motors. That's all I was thinking about when they did that ad. He's like, you suckers. I thought my two favorite were rocket mortgage with Tracy Morgan and eat local with DoorDash with Wayne's world. I thought that was clever and it's viral because you saw it, they released it a couple of days before on YouTube and then you could just sit back and they sit back and watch all of the um, uh, people that are uh, clients that are uh, restaurants that are part of DoorDash and they have like celebs walking in and out and watching the list. And I thought that was just genius because it reminded me of when they were doing the product placement inside the movie Wayne's world. And I was like, this is just perfect. What about you, Kathleen? Would you, you know, I, and maybe you know, maybe it's always a little bit of who you watch it with, but I also thought it was very good. The Alexa ad. I watched the, the ad yeah. with my 18-year-old daughter and my wife, and I Warm think it. both of them are Michael B. Jordan F fans outright, but then they got the biggest kick out of that one, and I thought it was actually pretty well done. Um, yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah, you know, I... I, I who is he? I could not. MJ. He, no, come on, man. He's Creed. No, that's not MJ. He's also Pete. Friday Night Lights. Pete, he's been in everything. Everything. Did, did, did you fair wait? Enough. Did you did you see Black Panther? No, he's in Black Panther too. Mm. Um, All right. Didn't see Creed. Wait, you come Pete, on, Creed. You gotta get. You got. You wait. You gotta at least see Creed. Creed, Creed. one. Oh, and Creed okay, two. I saw Creed. Yes, What? What about, who cares what you like? What about afterwards? <laughs> the commercials have run, and then there's that, you watch the ad meter, hoping you're, what is the ad meter, all that game? The ad meter, yeah, fine. That's, that can be too inside baseball. Like, hey, it, it's basically, you know, it, advertising is the one thing in business that combines art and business right like you know does your aunt like it does your nephew like it 
does your cousin, you know, you run through the gamut. Are, do you, you know, are you on the L platform the next day and people talking about it? Are, you know, you know, mm-hmm. it does it, you know, meet the quote unquote zeitgeist, you know, and can you pull through it with viral stuff or other ways to execute on it? That's always the fun stuff. And, you know, yeah, you get recognized and we were recognized, you know, highly successfully um, when we initially did our ad campaign. And that was great. You know, needless to say, it, it, it was awesome. But what was better was that like some random per the, the guy at the Jewel Osco and I'm, to, was talking about ads and he's like, did you see that ad? You're kind of like, yes, I had something to do with that ad. He has, he has no recollection or no idea that I had any connection with it, but it spoke to him. Yeah, I think that's great. I mean, I just, so I think depends on what you're looking for, but if you are able to really double down and do a viral campaign that sort of coincides with the, um, the, the commercials, I think that that, that is a no brainer. Uh, and I remember the, the, after you said that, I remember the, the email viral uh, monkey mm-hmm. uh, campaign. I also remember when you said that, I remember, and I always gave uh, my boy uh, Nathan Lippy a hard time about the peel pool pound, uh, the viral campus, uh, CB campus rock, paper, scissors game. I don't know if you remember that, yeah, but that, that was, is, yeah. I wish I had that uh, code so I could, uh, um, play it still and show uh, anybody who uh, who knows, I always give Lippy a hard time about Peel Poo Pound. Still to this day. I'll remind him every now and then. Isn't Lippy like CEO of Yucknam? Yucknam Industries, yeah. So, all right. I, you know, you guys owe me one favor. Yeah. What's that? When this all subsides, let's go grab a meal together. Yeah, let's Absolutely. do Absolutely. Denny's. Yeah. Denny's, yeah. Denny's on you, are, you are a slam. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. We'll all get together. All right. Richard Cancellini, thanks for joining us today. The pride of Cincinnati, the pride of Australia, the pride of uh, man huggers. What do you call that, Carney? <laughs> uh, bungee, bungee nuggers. Bungee no. Uh, wait, there's a mankini and a uh, and a bungee smuggler. I think Pete, you, smuggler. Would look, you would look really good in a bungee smuggler. <laughs> well, I think Pete and I, Pete, I think that yeah. should replace our logo. Is Pete yeah. and I and the bungee Carney smuggler? Carney and the mankini, and yeah, we don't need any. We don't need help people clicking the X button on us. Yeah, but uh, yeah, if we put that on the cover of our book, no one would buy it. <laughs> or, or, Turn it over. Chesley, <laughs> thanks for coming by. Right. Uh, hey, guys, thanks for listening to Sassos. Please rate, rate us five stars on uh, Apple Podcasts. Smash that like button on Facebook, Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Cue that funky music. Pete, so what's you- going on? you got a mustache now. Dude, I'm getting in the porno business. God bless you. Did I, did I break? You look like, I, you look like Ron Jeremy. If you, if you didn't well, hold on. Your hair. I was going to get to that, but man.
You flowed me this hair like two weeks ago. Uh, Pete, you need to go get, next time I see you, you need to go get like a black wig that has long hair. And no, dude. You would, you would be a dead ringer for Ron Jeremy. No, man. Jerry curls. Yeah. Jerry uh, curls. Hold on. Congrats on uh, the kid there. Another Notre Damer, huh? Thank yeah, you. Thank right. you. You don't need cash. That's okay. <laughs> By the way, none of this makes the podcast, Pete, in your outtakes. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. You're an honorary sasshole, Castellini. No, I'm quite the sasshole. Because uh, Carney's vacationing there in Florida. Jackass. Hi, Heather. Is that Heather? No, that's Dylan. Dylan's what up, Dylan? What up, capital D? Hey, I want my Play-Doh He's, back. He wants his Play-Doh back. You didn't, you didn't know you had she to She doesn't recognize that him. That's Pete with the mustache. She literally <laughs> didn't know who hey, you were. Tell your kid to stop laughing. I'm getting a drink, so give me a second. Yes, lady. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> we'll, we'll edit that uh, on post. <laughs> Got to well, do. I like Boone's Farm. <laughs> One of the characters that was running for their lives, somebody named named them Pete Jansons. <laughs> Is that and true? Why would they have named them Pete Jansons? Is that where we got the Sassholes logo? Oh yeah, from? absolutely, absolutely. So sure. maybe, you know, We're gonna say yeah, that maybe. so we don't get sued. <laughs> we'll edit that up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's, yes, it's actually from yes, yes. from Office Space, the movie. Wasn't okay. very good. Oh, Pete. Oh, Pete. Pete, you got to stop watching seventies. My life. You got to stop watching seventies adult films. I just keep <laughs> rewatching The Office. <laughs> <laughs> what else did you like? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back into it. I'll close it up unless you got something valuable, Castellini. I think you shot your wad. That's all I got. Your point Thank stash. you. Well, yeah. well said. Peace. Is that it? Thanks, Castellini. Castellini. Carolina. Get those Eat leads. your gold. Ah, gold enough. I'm Bitcoin. Yeah. You're Bitcoin. Carney, I'll help you with your hair. Later, bye.